Three dudes, one movie, 20 years. It's time to go back to the show. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Get away from her, you bitch. Boy, that escalated quickly. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And here are your hosts, Danny Widener. I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. Jonas Stolpe. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. And Robert Peck. Three dudes, one cup. <laughs> Three dudes, Sorry. one cup. It's about to get sloppy. Oh, We've changed God. our format. Jesus, this is oh, with only audio still though for some reason. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. It's time for another great episode of Back to the Show. I am your host, Jonas Delpy. I'm joined by my co-hosts. Danny Weiner. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I have work to do. By the way, I have COVID. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh, here we go. This thing is going to, we're going to have hey. to get into this forever. I'm a little sad right now. <laughs> I don't, hey, we should probably hand it off to Robert. We don't want you to get winded. Uh, here's our co host. <laughs> other co host, Robert Pack. Say hi, Robert. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Uh, everybody, it's really just this one guy, Terry, in Montana. What's up, Terry? <laughs> hey, Terry! <laughs> How's the wife, Terry? Gotten over that? I didn't have anything. I thought I could have to get it together, but... I you couldn't. almost had something. <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> Guys, sorry. Jesus. All right. Uh, oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the show. Danny, Robert have already said hello. I've said hello. Guys, uh, it's time for another glorious episode. Someone want to tell us what movie we're doing uh, this week? Someone want to tell us about it? Little monsters. God damn it. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> big baby. Ooh, big. The 1988 fantasy slash comedy, according to uh, the internet. I just looked it up. Mm-hmm. That's what it's oh. called. Starring Tom Hanks, directed by Penny Marshall. Also starring, by the way, the incredible Robert Loja. Yes. Love me some Loge. Uh, <laughs> I love the way you said that. That's It's so erotic, and I dig it. It is. <laughs> I need some Loge on me. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Like, when I jerk what? off, I use Loge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I got Loge all over my hands. Ugh. <laughs> It's hilarious. It's hilarious. I like that we're doing the show just for the three of us. Yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> no one oh, and sorry, Terry. Sorry, and to you, Terry. Terry. Hey, Terry. Terry. <laughs> Guys, right, 1988, big. Uh, I got to tell you, I was excited to watch this one. I genuinely haven't seen this movie in like many, many, many. I, I probably since I was like 14 or something. Yeah, I think this definitely is like haven't seen it since probably junior high, high school, right? Like officially. Yeah, and I, I also think like I haven't even seen pieces of it. A lot of these movies yeah. that we talk about sometimes, I'm like, oh, maybe 10 minutes or whatever on TV or whatever. 
I haven't like not seen any of this movie in forever, but I'll admit a lot of it was still like, I had quite a few memories of the movie. Lies. You have, you've seen this movie in 30 years or whatever the hell. I don't think I had. Yeah. Right. Let's, oh, now and, we're not, and now agreed. we're not talking to each other. Fine. Yeah. We're not what's this freaking interrogation yeah, here, Daniel? Yeah. You know what? I don't have to fucking take this. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. COVID changed the man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of the symptoms is uh, paranoia. So. <laughs> Uh, Danny, uh, okay, fine. Since you're such a fucking ball buster today, when was yeah. the last time you saw the movie? Tell us about when you saw the movie and tell me what you remembered about it. Five minutes ago. Um, <laughs> honestly, well, see, here's, here's the thing is like, <laughs> I've had HBO pretty much all my life and HBO to be addicted to big. So you can catch big fucking at any time on HBO. So I've Ooh, seen it quite wow. a bit, especially in the eighties when HBO was like, Hey, we've got three movies. And <laughs> You're, you're like so you finish big right you'd watch it and you go oh that was so fun i love that movie coming up next big you're like oh shit i gotta watch big again it was just big big and uh, n- uh never back down i think probably with <laughs> eric roberts no. remember that one no, that yeah vaguely. the banana no way one Banana. Oh, so good. That's great. That was on HBO a lot. How about you, Robert? What what did you remember going in or what stood out for you? I, I too remembered pretty much all of it. I mean, some of the little details, some of the scenes I didn't think of, but as soon as they kind of started, it was like, oh, yes, this moment. Awesome. Right? Like everything kind of, if I didn't remember it beforehand, like the, the slightest hint of it, it all came back. So... So yeah, pretty. I had a pretty, a pretty vivid recollection of it, of it all. The, I mean, obviously, like whatever. Like so, some of this movie, though, and this is a thing, right? Like this movie is so iconic too, in a way now that like it's full of so many moments that I'm not even sure whether I remember them from having seen it or whether they just like are stuck in pop culture now. So like obviously, like the piano stuff, and yeah. But I also, also a lot of the stuff, the stuff that I remembered the most was like the silly str- that scene with the silly string for some yeah. reason, which was really. <laughs> great maybe because of like the sneezing or whatever the obviously the uh piano stuff the shimmy shimmy coco pop shimmy shimmy rock like i could mm-hmm. still probably do that whole thing because i remember we all were running around like doing that at some point um, <laughs> i was gonna ask you if you guys still remembered how to do it i remember i remember like going running that whole thing with nikolai for those who don't know my younger brothers a couple years younger nikolai and robert and danny we all sort of grew up together but Robert and I go a little further back, but I remember Nikolai and me and you doing that bit. Yeah. Like you just definitely. like, I had a girlfriend. She said yeah. a Triscuit, a biscuit, ice cream, soda, pop, vanilla on the pop. Ooh, Shanita. Like I could do, I think the whole thing at this point. Yeah. So anyways, I'll tell you what, uh, I, what, but to Danny's point, well, let's get into it. And then we can talk about the things that I didn't quite remember. Cause there's a few things having to do with sex stuff that I don't remember completely. And that's all I remember. All the sex. Uh, well, listen, we can't all, uh, we couldn't all grow up swimming through mountains of gold having HBO our entire lives. Right. I'll be honest, yeah. it was really hard to beat off to this movie back in the day. <laughs> Just pause it oh, in a couple boy. select scenes. You're good, man. God, talk about getting loge all over yourself. Dude. <laughs> Covered in loge. Oh, I need a doctor. Oh, my God. Covered in loge. <laughs> they got loge all over that 
keyboard. Let me tell you what, I'm surprised someone didn't slow afterwards. <laughs> Tom Hanks did. <laughs> one thing I didn't, I'll, I'll right, say one thing that I definitely had no recollection of, which makes sense, is that there was a dad ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's in one scene. And then when the son is gone, he's nowhere to be seen. He's not concerned. He's not with the mom. Like, that was pretty wild. <laughs> Dude, I think he was arrested and, like, being interrogated the entire movie. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he wasn't there. Anyway, uh, so, Britt and I, my wife and I were watching it, and when the – this was actually something I never connected ever. There's basically, like, Gone Baby Gone is basically the side movie yeah. that's happening with the mother – like for yeah. the entire film, like there's a spinoff exactly of what you just described. Anyway, like the dad is being interrogated, the mother is rocking herself to sleep, sobbing every night. <laughs> the police are not helped. Like there's a whole Dennis Lehane fucking novel on the side of this movie that's all going on while they're busy fucking eating too much pizza and jumping on trampolines with each other. Yeah, six weeks, man. Like <laughs> I, her I, life is in shambles. <laughs> Completely, it's, completely. It's, she is beside herself. <laughs> she met the kidnapper and couldn't do anything to stop him. She just let him go. No, it's basically basically that movie Ransom is playing out like yeah. the whole time while he's like fucking goofing off with robots and getting his fucking first loge on. It's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> crazy that that the whole thing but i did also notice the thing you said robert about the dad i, I also was like oh he had a dad whoa i didn't even yeah know it almost felt like it was her boyfriend though yeah i mean oh maybe no it was just, no, no. he's like taking pictures of the fair and shit yeah Working? all right because he didn't he didn't look right for and the, then for the and like the the uh popular girl is like isn't that your parents and he was like oh yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe he maybe he was though like a boyfriend, and then once like Josh gets abducted, he's like, "Yikes, this like, is a lot." This is too heavy for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I got, yeah, I gotta be, I gotta be honest. The room. Yeah, he's like, Whoa. I gotta be honest, Ellen. This is a little more than I. Uh, and I signed on for this is pretty intense. So. I, I, I just wanted to take you guys at the fair. That's it. <laughs> I know. Uh, this is a uh, oof. God, a lot. You know, I got the. I got my ex-wife. I got. Deal with that. So, anyways, let me know how it goes. You know, rooting for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put up some flyers for you. I'll put up some. Oh my god! What if they just cut in the middle of the movie to like a completely serious scene with the mom crying and the husband putting up flyers, just <laughs> overcast and rainy, and just stapling fucking signs on things, and then just cut right back, right back. She puts a talk. gun up to her head. Yeah. She's like, just, she's just about to do it. She's like about to eat the gun and sobbing, and they just cut to Tom Hanks like, oof, we ordered too much pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and I love he's like writing her letters from camp. What on earth yeah. do you think is happening with him? <laughs> Dude, if, any, if anyone kidnaps my kid and then starts... Writing me a letter saying uh, that he's in camp and he's having so much fun. I know he's being molested. I I know it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Actually, this is turning out to be a good thing for me. Oh, fuck. They're molesting him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's brainwashed. I don't know if I want him back at this point. He's fucked. Oh, my God. Who also, like, who writes, like, a camp letter? to their mother when they're abducted 
Like there's a the thirteen year old. The police well, yeah, but- are not on this in any way. They're like, eh, he'll probably come back. Who knows? He's That's lovely. true. It's like cut to them storming the loft because there's a return address <laughs> on that letter. <laughs> it's like, get out, you motherfucker! Where's the kid? Where's the boy? <laughs> it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a shared universe with Ransom. Mel Gibson like running around somewhere in the same movie. I want my boy back. Oh my god, it's so that's so fucking funny. The idea that there are like all like another movie running under Big the whole time, that every time you, their cops are always like one step behind him. They're like storming the apartment, they're storming his funny little toy meeting, they're storming the fucking <laughs> fair that him and the woman go to. They're like right but always just busting in and tackling someone and going, Where's the boy? <laughs> <laughs> I was working on a, if there was a sequel, um, I didn't do it, but, uh, and part of it was having Mel Gibson <laughs> co- you know, uh, <laughs> putting him in there and saying, where's my boy? And, and, and so freaking out. Give me back my son. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen guys. So anyways, so the opening credits start. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, oh, Josh is playing a video game. With an ice king in it. Oh, oh boy. I'm just going to move a little faster so Josh gets big, right? Yeah, I wanted to play that game. Done. That looks actually kind of like fun. <laughs> Do you guys remember? Did that look fun, Danny? Did that look fun? Come on. Robert, that is clearly the COVID speaking right there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that, looked like, that looked like mild fun <laughs> right there. Writing short sentences and then ultimately failing. <laughs> Great stuff. I have a fever, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you got to throw a thermal pod to get rid of that. I think that's what all he right. did. Anyways. He did. Thermal pod. So, all right. So, let's kind of get a little bit into it, right? So, we, we meet Josh. Josh is living. I'm moving a little quickly. Stop me, though. Like, we meet Josh and Billy, and they're young, and they're 13, and they're having a good time. Uh, and, you know, he's seeing the cute blonde girl, and then he goes to the fair, and... Uh, Oh, we already he gets, re- my, he gets rejected. He he, he can't go on the ride, yeah. and he's embarrassed, and yeah, because he right. wanted to impress her by going on the scary ride, and he's not big enough. Oh, tie that in, and uh, so he's yeah. walking around the, the fair and and finds Zoltar. Zoltar, man, that thing still. I will say, like, there are certain bits of this movie that still totally like emotionally gut punched me, and the Zoltar machine, like, that's like baked into my. Yeah, existence. like my child. Somehow, that's like such an iconic thing for me. Is it scary to you? Oh, I mean, it's, it's pretty I creepy. It was. I think it was creepy when I was a kid, for sure. There was something sort of creepy and mysterious about it. Yeah, very like but ominous, it, sort of like whoa. Yeah, when he does the mouth, when he opens and closes his mouth, he's like, Wah, yeah, Wah. that's kind of yeah. like you know, yeah, it's a little scary. Creepy. And then, uh, so he wishes on the Zoltar, and then he wakes up big, and he immediately checks. You know what, you know what I wanted though? Oh, you know what right. I wanted? <laughs> when I watched that, I thought it'd be funny if uh, Zoltar made Josh three hundred pounds because he wanted to be big. Yeah, I was thinking about that. It's like the the messed up genie wish or something, <laughs> right? That's like Zoltar. 
It's like, it's oh, like a, you're being literal. Like, I'm just yeah. being literal here, buddy. You're like technically a, big. <laughs> it's like a needful things or something like that. Like that. It's like, yeah. Tri- yeah, boy, it's, yeah. I, I, you do kind of maybe want to say to Josh, like, bro, it's a pretty wide, this is a pretty like broad wish. You know, there's a lot of ways you could interpret that. So it's like, it's like the leprechaun. You ever seen the leprechaun movies? It's like, I have, but not in less than twenty. Not in less than twenty years, Danny. So I think we might have to watch it again. No, no. I'm in. No. We're doing it. I'm going to start watching no. it right now. See you guys. <laughs> so he wakes up big, and he immediately checks out his dick. Which, by the way, is the first of I got to admit, a lot of sex stuff. Like, there's a lot of like sexual innuendo business where they're like, oh boy, he's thirteen, but like, oh, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. He's he's thirteen. He's a child. Right? I feel like if you woke up, you were 13 and then you woke up as an adult, you might be like, dude, I got an adult dick. Fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. <laughs> I mean, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for my adult dick, guys, you know? I wish I was big. Every day I say that in the mirror. <laughs> 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 so he checks out his dick then uh his mom calls him down and then he has a little bit of a freak out i will say a couple things struck me about this one is tom hanks was looking so cute and i mean he like that guy was so young and like handsome are you saying you got your chemicals up <laughs> <laughs> i just uh yeah a little bit maybe like i was like whoa there you go <clears throat> and also uh he is very funny I, I, it's hard to remember now, I feel like, sometimes that Tom Hanks was, like, a comedian first. And yeah. just, like, his whole the physicality and, like, the way – he's a good – this guy is – he's a funny guy. A funny dude. I think he I think he did really good at the, like, awkward 13-year-old, 12-year-old, whatever. Just all his mannerisms and, and things were – right? It was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he's he, nailing it. Yeah, he, he went back in time to play that role, definitely. <clears throat> yeah. So he uh, he rolls the little baby across the floor with the thing, and then he, he goes to check out the fair, and the fair is gone, and then he comes home, and then he walks into the house, and mom has a meltdown, right. which is another one of those – this is, I think, a little bit of it. And this is a little bit for me, like, stand by me, too, although this is a similar issue. That coming back to the movie now as a grown man, and you look at it, and you're like, there's, like, a – super interesting and sort of weird. Like it never occurred to me like why the mom is necessarily freaking out when he comes into the house, except for now when I watch it, I'm like, Oh, she thinks he's going to sexually assault her and rob her house. And like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of weird stuff there. So (laughs) it's heavy pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, that's, I think the thing is it doesn't actually get heavy, which is the genius of the movie. But if you stop and think about it for like two seconds, you're like, her child is, it's like what we were talking about. Her child is missing. Well, yeah. I mean, the the whole kind of every interaction that, you know, with, with Susan or that's her name, right? Um, The girl, the, the, uh, yeah. Is that her name? The coworker, girlfriend. I don't know. Maybe it's not, but. No, no, uh, I'm sure you're right. I I don't have any note about her name. But everything, if you. Names of the female characters in the film. (laughs) (laughs) But everything. Yes. If you stop and like really examine it, it's, it's pretty heavy, but they, it's, it's done so well that you're not really thinking about all that. You're just enjoying the ride and like having a, I don't know, a, a good time just kind of following it, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's a very light, it's the, the, 
it, it, it like moves along at such a nice pace. This is probably one of the first movies we've watched where I didn't feel any of the length of the movie at all. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like, it just like, it like bounces along playful, yeah. light, funny. Like there's a lot of great little bits. And then like, yeah, I didn't, I never felt that sort of like, oof, God, how much longer are we, what is going on here? Yeah, absolutely. I think every, every scene was like, there wasn't a scene that was like, okay, this one is dragging on or what the hell is this scene all about? Like they all kind of just clicked and, and it totally. just kind of made its way through. And it was like, yeah. It reminds me of kind of a little bit of like the balance of like a Christmas movie or something where like, because the music is sort of light and the way they're sort of playing with it, you don't really even, it isn't really mad. Like it's fine because the film has sort of set it up as like, don't worry too much about that. It's not really about that. It's we have to like show you her once or twice because we can't ignore her completely. But like, it's a, it's this other thing over here that like is quite fun and light and enjoyable. So anyways, it's good stuff. So then uh, uh, Josh goes and finds Billy in basketball class. There's some implied potential sexual violence innuendo there as well. It's fine. When? Cause like he, J- Billy like starts crying and freaking out. Cause there's like a grown man, you know? No. All right. Well, I guess. Wait, wait, what? I thought he was playing basketball. He was, but then, uh, then Josh like get, goes into the locker room with him sure. and like is like trying to talk to him and like Billy. Oh right, crying. when he, he thinks like, he's right. going to attack yeah. him, he's like, sure, well, okay. Jonas, I I feel like when anyone is scared in this movie, it has to be because of sexual violence. <laughs> like <laughs> he could just be like, dude, there's some adult here that's trapped me. Like not necessarily thinking he's going to get like molested uh i mean you're just really looking at this through a dark lens man do you yeah. want to get something off your chest yeah <laughs> i do i mean wait, this is a safe zone I can, you can just i can pause it. this i will yeah. right now no don't pause it i want terry to hear this <laughs> guys no okay come on <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish i was big that's all oh okay <laughs> guys i'm actually a 13 year old boy that's why i'm bringing this up anyways it doesn't matter all right let's keep moving so then josh and billy go into the city uh, they are propositioned by hookers and an insane homeless man. And then they end up in a motel where someone gets murdered outside. And then the person who murdered that person talks on the phone while um, Tom Hanks sobs uncontrollably in a small bed. So many gunshots in this movie. Yeah. I think someone gets murdered out in the street every night at that hotel. Yeah. I will say though, when Tom Hanks started crying, I like, that got me, man. Like that, that scene... I actually was, I was watching it. I was, and I thought to myself, I'm like, this, like I could feel the scariness of how that would be if you were 13 years old. Absolutely. Like, oh, I, I was, wrote that exact thing, basically. Like I would have done the same thing. He did so good at, at being, reminding you like, oh, right. He's a 13 year old at this terrifying motel that I think any of us right now, if we were in that hotel at that moment would be pretty scared as adults like holy crap there's gunshots outside there's yelling in the hall uh and and yeah as a 13 year old just that the way he slowly starts breaking down and crying and pushes the dresser in front of the door and it's just like oh like dude i would have cried even if there wasn't any of that stuff yeah. Just being in a big city by myself in a shitty cockroach infested hotel yeah, yeah. I yeah there's, there's something there's something about I think it's maybe one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. I have to admit, there's a couple scenes that I think are really great. And I think this is one of the scenes that like grounds the movie and makes it work as well as it does. When he's like, at the beginning, he's like trying to make the bed with the sheets, and th- which it feels like such a, 
as a kid, this is what, like, I'm doing the thing where I make the bed for my mom because she's telling me to make, like, it just, and then the, it, the whole thing to me is very effective. And it also, like, it grounds the whole thing, I think. It keeps it from being just fluff, which I think mm-hmm. is great. It's like reminding you that you're seeing this adult, but we're reminding you that he's actually a kid inside. A hundred percent. All right. So that happens. And then Josh gets a job at the easiest job interview in the history of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he puts in his social security number and his fucking name. And he's got a job. Like, what the fuck? I got to like know. spend six hours on an application nowadays. What happened? Oh, the guy's like, uh, so you went to a school. And he's like, I think so. And he's like, great. Me too. Anyways, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets the job. Well, and then we meet John Lovitz. This is my favorite bit. First of all, I, I got to be honest. I can't stand John Lovitz. But oh, I, I'm sure John Lovitz is a very nice man in real He's life. He's a national I, treasure. I, what are you talking I, I about? I cannot handle <laughs> I don't. I don't understand fully how this man has made an entire career out of this shtick that is so, for me, unbearable to sit through. But Tom Hanks gets his job. He sits down at his computer. He literally enters one piece of information and Lovitz turns around and goes, hey, slow down, buddy. Don't make us look right. bad. One piece of information. What is, <laughs> what is, how many pieces is too fast? One, doing any one thing is too much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it doesn't make much sense. But I think he's effective as the kind of creep in the office in this, you know, like. I mean, he's definitely. Do we need him? That. Think about it. Do we really no need him in this movie definitely at all? Not. No. I way. mean, <laughs> I think that the only like his his comment or he points out the woman and like tells him, you know, if he, you look at her, like she'll him. she'll wrap your arm her legs around you until sure. you beg for. Are we could have that from something. anybody. And yeah, he's like a sleazy. And, I guess when, you know, then his response to that is, well, geez, I'll stay away from her then. Thanks. Like, that's kind of a funny little bit of like, oh, right. Yep. He's he's still a 13 Yeah, but why did John Lovitz have to say it? Well, you're right. Yeah. But John Lovitz was big, man. It was. But it it detaches you away from the movie a little bit because you're going, oh, look, there's John Lovitz. But actually, that's a good point, though. Like, was John Lovitz? I mean, was he on Saturday Night Live at this point or was John Lovitz just a guy trying to get work? And Penny Marshall is like a comedian and he's a comedian. And she's like, come on down. I'll give you a couple of days worth of work. Just don't, oh, don't just don't tell me again. Probably. <laughs> just, we just, yeah, need I mean, a guy. was he not even John Lovitz yet? Like, was yeah, he, not? he was what? I don't know. He was Terry Lovitz. Oh, Terry's the only name. No, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, was he <laughs> not on SNL and in movies and, and kind of like popular, but. Yeah, I don't know. We should look that up. I'm not going to yeah. do that, though. It's someone. No, no, me neither. At some point. Um, <laughs> okay, and then, by the way, sorry, then we roll directly into a scene that is just dripping with Loge, which is the best scene of all of them. <laughs> oh, the FAO shorts? That's right. Yeah. That, I, I swear to God, guys, I almost cried a little bit watching that scene. It was very heartwarming, nostalgic, just like, yeah, it was fantastic seeing that again. It's so, you know what's so great about it? It's like the perfect example in my mind of like a scene in a movie that shows and doesn't tell. Like you learn so much about like Robert Loge's character and him and like what he sees in him. And like, it's just such, it's so good. And man, did I want a, a floor piano when I was little. Oh my God, yeah. That. 
Like, so yeah, it was much. magical. It's like, oh my God. I dude, I found thing. one in a toy shop and it sucked, dude. It was all broken and it never fucking worked. And it almost <laughs> like crushed my whole childhood because of it. Dude. <laughs> it was like, oh, I get to play. I get to be like, you know, Tom Hanks. And oh, it never worked. And I was like, <laughs> I even went back to see if it was fixed. Nope, fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think like that's a. It's a good example, I think, for me of like why like why I wanted when Danny you brought up the idea of this podcast, like why I wanted to do it was I thought that if you revisiting some of this stuff, you would like regain some of that magic of the movies you loved. And like, man, that this this scene is definitely a good example of one of those. I'm like really glad I went back and watched it because of this, because I don't know that I necessarily would have gone out of my way to do it. It's so good and it's so probably so much better even now because I'm older and can look at it through sort of the older business people's eyes as opposed to the mm-hmm. younger side of the eyes, you know? Yeah, I think this scene, I like had a smile on my face through the it whole, you know, I, my, actually most of the movie, I feel like I was just sitting there like big grin, just loving every everything that was happening. There's not many times where you watch a movie again and you're just waiting for that one scene to pop up. Yeah. That's true. So when it happened, I was like, oh, this is so awesome. And it, it was yeah. just as good as ever was. I have, a, oh, yeah. I, have a, I have a couple of pieces of information that about the scene from IMDb, the trivia, if you guys want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I was going to say no, but Robert said yes. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <perfect>. well. <laughs> uh, you kidding. know what? Uh, forget it. <laughs> hey, I've got some trivia of my own. You want to hear it, Robert? Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Penny Marshall. <laughs> Penny Marshall said she never thought Tom Hanks was a particularly good actor, so she made sure to surround him with good actors to make him seem better. Anyway, oh, that was it. That's really? all what? I wanted she to said? Yeah, kind of bitchy. Yeah, jeez. Harsh. One of the greatest actors of all time, but okay. Well, what what did he come from? What was before Big for Tom Hanks? Bachelor Party. I'm looking well, it up. He was also famous because of that Bosom Buddies sitcom. Yeah, I mean, that's what made but him like, famous. But no movies. Was there were there movies before Big? Bachelor Party's oh got to be right around the exact same time. My God, I can't wait to rewatch that fucking train wreck. Yeah, that thing is probably oh not aged well at all. No. So, oh my God, no. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. I did have some trivia, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Give it to me. What do you got? Yeah, we got to hear it. Got it. Okay. This is all I got. All I got is this. Uh, the Loge. No, sorry. No. Um. So the walking piano was actually at FAO Schwartz already, but it only played one octave, and it was too small for the song "Heart and Soul" that they played in the movie. So Penny Marshall contacted Remo Sarah. Sarah Cheney, I'm probably mispronouncing that. Sorry, Reno, Remo. He created the walking piano and she said they needed him to build another one that was big enough and had two octaves so that it could work for two guys and oh. or three octave piano. So he made it for them special for the movie. And then they wow. had and they had doubles that were gonna do it, but Robert Loja and Tom Hanks like didn't want they noticed that there was doubles there and they're like, fuck that. We're gonna do the whole thing. It's like our goal to do this whole thing without any doubles at all. And they pulled it off. Nice. Yeah. Did you notice the mistake by Tom Hanks? He stepped on the wrong key. A couple little mistakes, which is, I was actually thinking, I was like, I wonder if they actually did this or did they just like dub in the, the right notes. Right. But then it's like, they definitely, they definitely definitely dubbed in the right notes, but 
You think so? Because there were a couple mistakes that they that were there. there. Were mistakes. I think they hit. I don't think they messed with it at all. I think they just learned it and did it. I'm sure they probably like pulled it off in terms of like the choreography of it, but like the people making the movie would have replaced the sound, and they probably would have just like figured. But there's a mistake. There's like two of them. Yeah. Well, right, but they they kind of step on two keys at once, and it's like. But do you hear? Do you hear that in the? Maybe they must have. Yeah, well, I totally I, do. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. You know. So, by the way, uh, he was in Dragnet, The Money Pit. Oh, money oh, that was all pit. before Big. Yeah, the man with one red oh. shoe, Splash. Oh, oh whoa. shit! So, oh wow, Splash was a yeah. big movie. So that Penny Marshall was just a harsh critic of Tom Hanks, huh? Kind of bitchy. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the Money Pit, Dragnet. God, that movie's terrible. I remember watching that movie. That's a bad. Dude, movie. I, I love that movie. movie. I love that movie. No that way. Was so yeah, you need to it probably still holds up too. You need yeah. to read that thing because it is painfully unfunny. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, all right. They do the piano. Everyone dances on the piano. Uh, we meet Paul at work, who's an asshole. For he's just one of those guys who's an asshole. Yeah. Who is does great at being just this like total dickhead? He's awesome. I feel yeah, like that's his. I feel like that's that actor's like entire career. Feel, John yeah. Heard. John Heard. Yeah, His like whole career is being like the obnoxious prick who eventually uh-huh. gets left by the woman who falls in love with the guy who's in the movie. Yeah, he just has <laughs> one of those kind of one of those faces. <laughs> yeah, he totally does. He does. Uh, what else happens here? Oh, then I have the note about how the mom thinks that he's still been abducted. And that there's a whole second movie here. We already talked about that. <laughs> what about when he goes, I don't understand. And he's because uh, oh, he I starts don't making get it. I don't get it. And because yeah. he's making what's his name? Paul is making this big presentation about his new the skyscraper, skyscraper robot. Yeah. Yeah. And Josh says, I don't get it. It's it's just a fucking skyscraper. And he's kind of right. Yeah. But that's what he sucks. makes. A stu- he makes a stupid um, comment about making it a bug. Or a bug that turns into a robot, or whatever it was, right? And yeah. everyone goes fucking nuts about it. Like that, it wasn't that great of an idea. I'll be honest. I'm with Paul on this one. <laughs> oh, what? I love it. Totally. Paul on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. No way. Like, What's oh, fun oh, about oh. a building? No, I know I get that, but having like the whole, all he said was a bug and everyone so went it, nuts and made their own idea. Historic bug. This is my feeling about this. I remember <laughs> as a kid though, there were some transformers that turned into bugs and they were fucking, yeah, and they, super, did. they were super cool. Yeah. The fucking they were cool. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was around the same time, if not before this. Had to have been. He, maybe before at, on top of it or something. But listen, I remember those bugs. Dinobots. They turned into dinosaurs. It's a different. Dinobots. Yeah. They're called dinobots. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a cool. What are you talking about then? This is a this is a cool <laughs> idea. <Jesus. laughs> everyone, you mean just that everyone fell in line? So like, oh my god, everyone this is fell amazing. in line. Yeah. How about this? Just, How about a skyscraper that turns into a shut the fuck up? How about that? <laughs> I mean, would you have liked that he, he threw out this idea and then they like workshop it and then like product test and and then and then like four and a half weeks later they go like hey josh that was a pretty great idea i think we might move forward with the bug idea uh we're we're still in testing though and um you know so far 
people have enjoyed the idea. Kids seem to like it. We're not totally sure. We're a little on the fence because the building, we already put a lot of money into the building. So, uh, but you know, we'll get back to you, but Hey buddy, keep up the good ideas. Is that what you were hoping for, Daniel? <laughs> I would have loved to see that. Yes. That's a, that's a 10 episode docu-series on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> uh Okay, listen, Danny, while I respect your opinion on that, I'm wholeheartedly not with Paul on this. I'm with the Loge. So, <laughs> the Loge. Yeah, the Loge. Oh, my God. I'm all Loge. But, but I got to admit, I kind of want to watch Robert's movie where it, it becomes a deep dive serious on, like, the development <laughs> of the bug transforming toy. And just you get, like, nut, real nuts and bolts of, like, the toy manufacturing yeah. business. Oh but yeah, like, you drive got, factory. Yeah, oh my god, sure. we have so many problems with the uh, with the with the modeling coming out of the Chinese factory, guys. Yeah, yeah we're getting, we have some supply chain interruptions. We oh can't get god. these plastic pellets. We're gonna have to take a flight to China and find our supplier, discuss with them, negotiate the the uh, the rates, right? Because yeah, they're trying I to mean, hike up the pellet price. Yeah, and Josh, that's, that's Josh, not gonna the, fly. Josh, the molds are fucked. Okay, we're never <laughs> going to be able to push out the the scale that we know we need to really hit. That's the when Josh. Season. That's when Josh speaks up again for a second time and says, "But wait, there's a bug inside the bug," and everyone just flips out again. <laughs> and says, You're a fucking genius. <laughs> that's wait, how you it was. Bug turns into a bug? That's how it was. Whoa! <laughs> Their heads just fucking explode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Oh my god. God, that would have been such a better movie. Jesus. Yeah. We're so oh, better. We're so much better at making movies. Yeah, that is true. We are. We're super better. Oh my god. I don't even know what part we're at, but god damn, that was entertaining. I think um what what party scene is maybe next? Oh, I was sure gonna say it. yeah. So then Tom Hanks eats some mini corn. Oh, he arrives in the tuxedo, which is objectively amazing. I love yeah. that tuxedo. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he eats a bunch of bar snacks. All incredible Tom Hanks work right there, in my opinion. The caviar. Do you, stuff, was that? The, does anyone know? Was that all just like ad lib? Like, okay, go be a kid at a party. Like act like. No, a kid? Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall came up with that. Oh really? The, the corn thing. Yeah, I read it. That was genius. I, I'll say I never ate baby corn the same mm-hmm. again. Like it was always, whenever you encountered it, eat it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what and I did. I, probably, I never knew, what to, I, I never knew did what to do that with it until I let's say college. <laughs> <laughs> it was still always a fun joke, like ha ha. <laughs> it's still it's it's good stuff. I mean, he's doing funny shit in there. And then he gets the caviar and he just spits it out. Oh yeah, so that's cool. also funny. Like I right onto the floor in front of yeah. everybody. And like wipes, he's like wiping his mouth out, and he's got that like look on his, he's got that like look on his face of like, why would anybody eat this ever? Which is like exactly, I feel like the way a kid would do it. And somehow that turns Susan on. She's like, "You want to get out of here?" Okay, yeah. but actually, I have a question about that. Was Susan at that point? I want to know what you guys think. Is Susan at that point like turned on by him, or is she just looking at? Is she is this a power play at, at this point? Like, is she recognizing like, oh? Uh, the Loge is into Tom Hanks, so I need to make nice with the new golden boy and like, you know. You know what? It is. You know why? Later on, it's revealed that she's pretty much slept with everyone to to get ahead. 
Oh, that is true. That's right. Paul says it. He confronts her and, and kind of blasts her. Yeah, he brings it. up like uh, Samuelson or something. She's like, I can't believe you brought up Samuelson. Yeah, so that's what she was doing. Was well, she's got, she's, she was trying to have sex with him to, you know, she's trying to make. Paul brought that up in like a jealous rage. So I don't know if we necessarily take that at face value. I think he was just trying to hurt her. Are you saying I Paul think she, is an unreliable narrator? I, I think, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Although she does appear to exclusively date within her company well, from the sound of it. Yeah. But, but no, I think that she is intrigued by Josh, like thinks he's just such a fresh, has such a fresh take on everything. And, and yeah, I think she'd already decided that oh, it's, that's it's business time. I thought, see, I thought that she was still in full-blown power player mode until the mm. trampoline, until she starts jumping on the trampoline and enjoying herself and, like, letting her hair down I, or whatever. That's the way I feel. I feel like she was out to further her career. Oh, well, then okay. we're right, and Robert's wrong, so. <laughs> I mean, hey, I could be. I guess I didn't take it that way. No, I mean, but... I think it's, it's clear that you are wrong. And okay, okay. Much... Agree to disagree. uh okay so uh trampoline stuff good times uh i get to be on top he says at some point hilarious his apartment by the way is this i have to admit like when looking at that apartment like i would every kid's dream i'm still having that apartment now amazing oh my god yeah that's how i'm trying to turn my house into without my wife realizing it Pinball just, machines are next. It's just like a vent, a Pepsi vending machine in your living room, and that's the only part. Dude, she's gonna walk so in. There's gonna be a trampoline in the living room. <laughs> There's a trampoline in the living room, and by the way, Pepsi's cost a dollar seventy five now. If you want one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess we skipped the whole montage of them getting that uh, apartment. Right, that was kind of fun, but it's fun whatever. except for that it's, it's in the past. It, it, no, you're right, though. It's fun, except for that it's also while he's writing that, like, I'm abducted by sex predators letter to his mom. <laughs> right. Which is, again, a strange kind of juxtaposition. That I, again, I sort of want to just, I want the music to completely stop, and then you just cut to the mom, like, <laughs> in the kitchen, and then just right back to them having a goofy time on the back of a loading truck. Well, yeah. The way he reads it, the way he reads it and the words he uses, it, it's almost like he's pleading to his mom, please read into what I'm saying and bad things are happening. <laughs> he's writing in code. Like, uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> everything's fine. <laughs> They're watching everything I'm writing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boy, the other day they took me to a sandwich shop. It was called 231 Washington Avenue. Back door, go up the stairs, unlock the back door. That's where I'm at. uh yeah so that's true we did skip the montage where they have fun and they buy a pinball machine which god damn i want to buy a pinball machine um that it kind of made me think like that'd be kind of cool to have a pinball machine (laughs) or like a pac-man machine miss pac-man machine oh my god i would like right now like i could probably fit it in the garage (laughs) <laughs> I would. I still to this like there's. I'm still holding out to one day owning one of those Pac-Man games where you can sit at the thing the across table? from each other. Oh, oh yeah, God. buddy. God, those are the so Miss, much fun. Miss Pac-Man and there was one. What was it? There was one at uh, the A and W in Felton that was Miss Pac-Man and Frogger. Oh, yes. that was oh, oh I remember that game. Oh my God, I sat down. That would yeah. be so great. That yeah. would be amazing. I'm gonna get one of those one day, guys. 
Oh yeah, but they were always sticky because people had their drinks there. That shit was always sticky. They always Louis 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 always covered in covered in Louis, just <laughs> half an inch thick, just film of Louis. Oh, come over on, them. man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got oh God. <laughs> Uh, okay, wait, speaking of loging everywhere, so then we get, I'm kind of going to jump to the sex, well, they play squash, which is whatever, and then yeah. um, then we get to the sex scene, and I feel like we're we're running a little long on this episode, so I feel like we, I want to jump to the sex scene, because I have a feeling people have some things to say about that. Does anybody have anything to say about that? It's unfair to call it a uh, sex not the scene, sex scene? But the scene where they inevitably, right. I assume, have 11 seconds of the most awkward sex any grown woman has ever had to endure with a right. what she thinks is a grown man. <laughs> I didn't really think about that. How awkward it probably oh was. Like, oh my god, this is oh my god. <laughs> how many times did he say, "Is it in yet"? <laughs> <laughs> just fumbling around. Just oh my god. She's just like I'm a mature individual who's looking for pleasure. This is, this is baffling. What's happening? Right? Yeah. Like, I'll get on top. Just stop. <laughs> right, totally. She's like, just lay there for fuck's sake, and let me <laughs> let me do my business because you're never. This is terrible. And he's like, yeah, he's like giggling and crying and coming all at the same time. <laughs> like, cut to the next morning. The elevator opens. He's just mortified, walking with his head down. Passes her in the hall. They don't. They don't look at each other. They walk separate ways. <laughs> oh my god, guys! If you and then she good. whispers to people like. He's fucking insane. I don't know yeah. what's wrong with him. You're describing my first sex. <laughs> <laughs> He's like trying to like put it in her belly button, and she's like, "No, yeah. it's not even. That's not even where it goes." Jesus, get out of my ear, fucker! <laughs> oh, by the way, guys, he is only 13 years old. Yeah, that is. I if someone listen, if someone had asked me to figure to describe how intercourse went at 13. I would have would have been completely lost. I would have had no idea what I was doing, and that's what she got. She got that. <laughs> she got that. Oh, this poor. Susan. But you know what? It was enough. It was enough to like make him a couple. She that is it. true. That is yeah. true. She was. And he was sick. a man she was, yeah. the next morning. She had. She probably. Fire. She probably wrote it off as like he's he's a virgin. He doesn't know any better. Oh, and he yeah, kind of came off as right. a virgin anyway. He did come off. He was pretty. Uh, he's pretty Mormon like. Probably. Yeah. Sort of you just thought he was a Mormon, you know? <laughs> a Mormon toy maker. <laughs> a Mormon, was a Mormon toy maker. Oh my God, that's a better name for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to our Mormon listeners. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Terry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Terry is Mormon. Yeah, he is he's devout. He is devout, Robert. Hey, can I uh, bring some seriousness seriousness to this fucking stupid ass podcast? <laughs> Please do. All right, so I, I wrote a note. This is my note. It's interesting that while Josh is inadvertently helping Susan rediscover her fun side, Josh is slowly losing his by being inter- introduced to the complexities of adulthood. What do you think? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that weird? Like, yeah, it yeah, turns. Yeah. Yes, actually, I, I'm so glad that you wrote that, actually. That's really, because when, a, I noticed that not then, but I noticed it when he takes her to the, to the fair or whatever, and they're on the rides. And mm-hmm. she's, she, her acting is very, like, she's suddenly acting like a, 
like a teenage girl, a young girl also. And that was when I noticed, I'm like, oh my God, she's like, yeah, they're switching. I think that's very, I think that's a good call. Totally. Yeah. When I realized I was like, oh shit, that is uh, such great character development, you know? Yeah, I agree. And then his friend has to come back and remind him, you're 13. What the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And and then Josh, Josh kind of sister, he's like, fuck, you're right. What am I doing here? You know? So he remembers that it's almost like he got like sucked in without even realizing it, you know? Yeah. He just got caught up in. What's that thing of like, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Robert. No, no. I got nothing. (laughs) No. I just uh, make a mouth noise until uh, something strikes me. I started to go, and then you cut me off, and I was like, thank God, because I I was losing my train of thought. (laughs) So thanks, dick. Go. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, like, totally to your point, dude, like, it's like suddenly he like cares about the meetings and the, all the shit that like mm-hmm. I gotta get the fucking whatever TP records together. Otherwise, I won't get the. And then he, he totally gets him to snap out of it, which is, which is great. I mean, it's yeah. I overall I think like that that as a right as a grown man watching it now, I was very struck by that beat of like oh right like and also that apparently according to this film, being a grown up is miserable shit. <laughs> Like, well, they're not wrong. Holy shit. No, that's know, true. Right? That is true. Like, that is true. Terrible. Oh, my God. It's, guys. <laughs> and this was in 88, and it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I know. This was, before, this was before we had, like, the internet and stuff. Oh, my God. So miserable. I like uh, – this is going back a little bit, but, like, Paul and Susan having breakfast in, like, the coldest, worst apartment they're like having like a they're like having breakfast for a scene like in Gordon Gecko's apartment from Wall Street. Right. Like yeah. in their terrible robes being <clears throat> miserable. Like I love that that's like and then like whether like in the car or something after she trampolines with Tom Hanks and she's like trying to put music on the radio and he's like, God damn it, Susan, get your shit together. Yeah. I'm not fucking <laughs> listen to this goddamn music on the radio. What are you, twelve? Yeah, we're listening to the stock reports, damn it. <laughs> He's like such a dick, yeah. such a terrible, terrible dick. Uh, I love it. That's pretty. I mean, that is fair though. That's a fair representation. I really wanted their first kiss to be really horrible, but it was like if you watch it, dude, it was so like perfect, and perfect, immaculate. I just wanted like a thirteen-year-old fucked up, f- fucked up kiss. You know what yeah, I mean? and it's really what like my first kiss. Everyone's first first kiss sucked, and it, his was just like right on. I was like, no way. You know, he would have yeah. come in. He would have come in like with so much tongue. Because that's right. what you do the first one. Oh, yeah. He would have put like, his yeah. entire mouth over her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, just, j- just fucking jamming that it's tongue like, into her throat. Oh. It's like deep. Throat's going up her nostrils. Yeah. She's like, she's like oh, 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 God, it's a lot. Hold on. Just Jesus. Like, oh, my God. It's so bad. There's a lot of fun to be had with the whole idea of like that 13 year old kid trying to figure out what the fuck it is he's doing while they like make out. I definitely. But again, to the I will say to the uh, to the compliment of the movie, like it balances all that stuff so well, I feel like 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 it 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 rides this line that is, I think, like it is like perfect through the whole way. Like it doesn't feel yeah. gross or cheap. And also, like, it still feels like a movie for – when you said earlier, Danny, like a movie for kids, I was thinking, like, I was like, this is actually a movie for grown-ups that, like, somehow we ended up watching as kids, I I think. I'm not even sure exactly. I, I think it just works both, both ways because as a kid, it was amazing to think yeah. about that. Like, oh, my God, you could be an adult, have your own apartment with all these toys and, like – 
do whatever you want, whenever you want. Right. Like it, it's interesting. I think it's it like, works both. It's interesting that it's like, that's interesting what you say. Now I'm thinking about it. Right. It's like the switch. It's like the fantasies have switched now. So when I was mm-hmm. a kid, it was like, holy shit, you get to be a grown up and do the stuff. And then now that I'm a grown up, I'm like, oh, holy shit to be the kid. Like the first 10 yeah. minutes of the movie is actually the part I'm, when he goes back and like looks at his neighborhood, you know? Oh yeah. That's the part yeah. where you're like, where I'm like now I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. That hits me right in the heart. Right. But it's just like, oh. it would not have been that part. It would have been, he has a trampoline in his apartment and that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Good point about it. Like it works in both ways for sure. All right, guys, we're getting close to the end here. Josh starts to grow up. We talked about that. He fights with Billy. Then Billy talks to the mom who is surprisingly put together for having a, what effectively is a murdered son for the last five weeks. <laughs> um, she's moved on. Yeah, she's just fucking around with a fucking walkie-talkie in the house and noticing that Billy's hair is she's long. Just, she's just talking to walkie-talkie. Yeah, oh, I love she's that. just cleaning up the. She's just cleaning up the room. What are you doing over there? I'm oh, just getting rid of the stuff. He's dead, so just getting rid of the stuff. Oh God! It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I think we're gonna have a home office. <laughs> She's like measuring home office stuff in there. Yeah. I think we can probably put a probably put a bit of a bookshelf over here. Bit of a bookshelf. <laughs> Get rid of these these photos of him first, though. Yeah, I know, right. It's like a small fire in the backyard as she burns his things. <laughs> Husband left. That guy's gone. She's just you know. She's like, thank God, what a weight has been lifted. I can finally go back to school the way I wanted. I can restart my life without this. We got no explanation around my there throat. Was no, none whatsoever. She's just like, I don't know what the fuck she's up to inside that house for the last six weeks, but holy shit. <laughs> so she, threw him out. she had to throw him out. Oh, for sure. She's definitely cleaning stuff up. Like, she's getting rid of things. Although one could, well, maybe she's getting like a letter from him every couple of days going like, everything soup's cool, mom. Like, I'll be home at an indefinite amount of time from these guys who I haven't told you about in this place that I haven't told you about where I'm having a great time anyways all right uh billy uh visits uh josh convinced tells him where's the where the thing is the zoltar machine he goes to the zoltar can you imagine imagine when he goes home finally and he opens the door and she's like oh shit you're home um your room's (laughs) completely transformed and by the way your dad left us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mom, is this an what happened? To my, is this an office now? Is it what's going on in here? Where's dad's clothes? <laughs> Where's dad's clothes? <laughs> Her life is just like miles better. She just feels great. Yeah, she's disappointed when she's right, like, uh, uh, <laughs> I'd finally gone, but I was finally like taking that, getting that real estate license. Like, I was gonna fucking pick up the pieces and I was moving on. Why is there a for sale sign outside on the lawn? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that that would be amazing. Just like again, like just the sequel to this is just like a really like handheld gritty movie where like he walks in the door and she's like not happy to see him and kicks him out and she throws him out, dude. <laughs> I would love that. It's like someone else's house. She doesn't even live there anymore. <laughs> He, he never hears from her again. Like, she's gone. <laughs> he goes to a home. <laughs> he goes to a home. He becomes a criminal. 
It's all downhill <laughs> after that. Yeah, oh my god, caught up in the foster system. He shows up ten years later at Susan's house. She's married. She's got kids. He's like, Susan, <laughs> I'm finally old enough. She's like, Jesus, <laughs> Josh. It was so long ago. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm so sexually confused. I have feelings. I can't even understand. What are you doing to me? <laughs> I was too young to process what was happening physically and emotionally. (laughs) I want to see this. Can we make this movie for you? (laughs) Oh my god. You're like Josh's first girlfriend. There's a lot to fucking, a lot of baggage to deal with there. Holy shit. A couple of years later, why is he like this? Oh my God. What if he showed up to Susan's house and she was sleeping with Billy? <laughs> so amazing. So amazing. She's like, once I got a, once I got a taste of that, that young action, I just couldn't help yeah. it, you know? <laughs> I mean, they do, the two of them do kind of have a moment, you know, before they head off to the fucking Jersey Shore or wherever the Zoltar machine is. You know, they kind of yeah. have a little something yeah. right there. Well, oh, you mean Billy and her? Yeah. Yeah. About? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have like a little, don't they have like a little thing where she's like, I'm his girlfriend and Billy's like, hell yeah, you are. Let's go. I, I thought, I thought his face was kind of like, you're old. <laughs> oh, was it? It seemed like it to me. Like, holy smokes man i mean imagine 13 looking at a 30 something year old they they're an old person oh my god 30 something year old robert that's not very nice she's a nice looking lady no i'm not saying i'm saying as a 13 year old when you see a 30 something year old they're an old person that is right yeah i mean think Mm -hmm. back about like i would have been a lot of 30 year olds back then yeah, you, you would have you I mean, been a lot of 30-year-olds? Yes. If I, knew, if I knew how to do it, yes. <laughs> if, I, yeah, if I understood how penises and vaginas went together at that time in my life, I would have done that to one of them. All right, guys. I feel like we've wrapped it up, right? We got Josh got home. Uh, Mom didn't live there anymore. And we've, we've successfully spun out the sequels that we all wish we could see. <laughs> no, I, I have a good sequel. <laughs> Ooh, good. Let's have it. Let's have it. Oh, wait, 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 I haven't done it. I go, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, 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 oh. go ahead. Spent a lot of time on my end. I'm doing this. Though. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you okay, There If they made a sequel. Okay, Robert, go ahead. Okay, the premise of Big Two. It follows the illicit affair of the 13-year-old Josh and Susan. Let's see. The tagline is, true love can't wait. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I thought you were going to say true love can't get bigger, but that's fine. <laughs> you, know, you, you destroy everyone's shit. <laughs> man. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Turns out Susan is pretty kinky, right? And so she ends up uh, really pulling Josh into this bizarre world of like sex parties, toys, real experimental dark <laughs> shit. Right? And he's only 13 and he just thinks this is how adults do sex. And so he knows no better. And I think probably until it follows them till he's about 
22 and he's just a broken person after this weird grooming affair that he has with a 33 year old woman for almost 10 years. And he's just a shell of a man. And yeah, that, I mean, that's where it basically would sum up. So yeah. Would this, would the sex toys Susan use be bug robots? (laughs) (laughs) No, actually there are buildings. (laughs) I don't get it. <laughs> oh, you'll get it. <laughs> oh my god, that should be the tagline. <laughs> Josh, finally I don't it. get it. Oh, jo- get it. Josh, oh yeah, there you Josh go. grows up and finally gets it and gets it <laughs> and gets it. Oh my god. Well, we've managed to I'll never be able to watch this movie again. Great job. <laughs> you guys have any taglines? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I'll be. I'll be totally candid. I finished this film about six minutes before we started this podcast. So, <laughs> I was still playing it when we fucking started. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, okay, so guys, let's let's wrap it up here. Does this movie hold up? I I I I feel like I know what you guys are going to say, but Robert, let's start off with you. I'd say absolutely, unequivocally, yes. This movie is perfect. I mean, maybe that's a heavy word, but like seriously, it it was hard to really point out anything that actually was wrong with it. I mean, if you tried to find something, you could maybe, you know, just for like some shits and giggles, like, ha, what about that part? But like, man, it's a great movie. And it's it's definitely one to watch again and again. Danny, what do you what do you think, buddy? I had a hard time beating off to this movie when I was a kid, and I still have a hard time. <laughs> that, just becomes, that just becomes Danny's new metric for whether it's any good. How easily can I beat off to it? <laughs> All right. Next week, we're doing Fifel. Strange, <laughs> like two thumbs up. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's easy, bro. <laughs> that's a bona fide two, two loges in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Whew, Jesus. Oh, wow. Jonas, what's oh. your review? I, I, I agree with what you guys have said and what Robert said. Like, I think it's a, I think it's an awesome movie. And getting as I, now that I'm older watching it, like, I appreciate it even more. Like I think it's damn near perfect. I think it's funny. I think it's a. I think it strikes like the perfect tone. Yeah, I love it, man. I'll watch it. I'll watch it over and over again. Everyone should rewatch it as a as an adult too, because as an adult, I feel like I got a whole another layer to it. So I'm happy to watch it over and over again. Absolutely. All right. Well, we know what time it is, don't we? Time for goodbyes. And uh, it's the end of the show, <laughs> guys. And, guys, uh, I'm going to thank everybody for listening at home uh, to another episode. It's been it's been so much fun, Robert, Danny. You guys want to say goodbye to everybody? Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Talk to you next week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been a lot of fun, guys. This is a good one. I'm never going to yeah. think about Robert Lozier the same again. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.